Hello, travel nerds, and welcome to the Extra Pack of Peanuts Travel Podcast, the show that teaches you how to travel more. I have nothing witty to say here. While spending <laughs> less, we're still in quarantine, guys. We're still here. Yeah. We're still not traveling. Everyone knows that by now. So either way, uh, but we are going to talk about travel. And joining me today is someone who I don't have a love-hate relationship with. Mm. Just, it's all love over oh, here. Oh, good. My I'm, wife. I'm happy to you're, that. You're happy I picked that one? <laughs> yeah. My wife, constant travel companion, Heather. Yes, I'm happy that you only have a love relationship with me. That's good, especially after how love many? Love is love. How many days of quarantine are we coming up on? Like 50 or something we're crazy? We're I mean, at, to the point where we're not counting anymore. Yeah, no, I don't even know. Since March, like, 14th. Anyway. As my buddy Joe always says. Love is love. Love is love. I don't know what he means by it. But love is love. Love is love. No questions asked. However, we will ask some questions about our country of choice today, which is Paris and Trav. City of choice. Sorry, city of choice. I am very tired today. And Trav asked me, why are you so tired? I mean, I don't know why, but I am. And <laughs> so we're going to power through here and talk about Paris, one of... The most beautiful cities in the world, if not the most beautiful city. But Trav likes to say that we both have a love-hate relationship with this city. More him than me. I was going to say, I didn't know that you had a love-hate I almost always love it. Um, But Trav has a love-hate. Why? Why, Trav? Well, we're talking iconic Paris. Here's the thing. I love Paris at night. The easiest way for me to describe it is I love Paris at night because there isn't as many crowds. It's beautiful. It's gorgeous. You can bike around. It's just, it's fascinating. I don't usually like it, and I would argue maybe sometimes I hate it during the day. Dirty, crowded, expensive. Um, you know, there's some amazing things to see, and par- but Paris is just different than any other city in the world for me. And we've been three or four times at this point, and yeah, I I think it's worth everyone going to Paris. Probably most people listening to this have either been to Paris or are planning on go to Paris because it's the top mm-hmm. t- tourist destination in the world. But there are some things that I definitely don't love about Paris and I, I don't even like about Paris. But then you get that night or you get that space of time where it's not as crowded. You find that little garden and you're just sitting there and you're like, wow, there's something magical about it. So, yeah, it's, it's a magical city. It. The architecture and the river going through it and the shopping, I mean, it's just stunning. I think it's the most beautiful city in the world, and I love going there. It is expensive. It is crazy expensive, crowded, <laughs> but I think it's definitely worth going. So we're going to talk today about our best memories from there. Yeah, so this is the best of Paris. So I've got cue cards here, and we're just going to answer each one of these questions in a quick hitting format so here we go we have more stuff on paris if people want to listen on Mm -hmm. on our regular podcast and also um written on the website but these are just our best of our kind of gut reactions Mm -hmm. to these questions we haven't done research we haven't Mm -hmm. taken that much time to think about it so initial reaction heth on the first question okay most surprising Mm -hmm. thing Oh, I'm not sure what the most surprising thing is. The first time I went to Paris, I guess I would say that I was most surprised with how big it is. I don't know what I was expecting, but there's so many iconic buildings, you know, the the Notre Dame and Sacré-Cœur and the Louvre and all these things. 
And to get Eiffel in Tower. the Eiffel Tower, to get in between all these things is really, it takes a long time. So I guess I was just expecting it to be a little bit closer to get to all of these main points. Kind of like New York City is huge and it has all the boroughs, but a lot of stuff is in Manhattan. So it doesn't seem that big if you want to hit all of like the big spots. But Paris is so spread out. I don't know. That's just what came to my mind first. Yeah, my most surprising thing about Paris was kind of like you said, just how crowded it was. (laughs) Now, here's the thing. I just always thought of Paris as a city that you would go as a tourist because that would that was my only, you know, perspective of going was I'm going to go to Paris as a tourist. Mm -hmm. And so when you are in the city and it's actually a city that millions of people live in and is a real living city of stuff everyday life happening it just was yeah it threw me off that first time we were there a little bit i you know in my head i guess i figured it'd be like disneyland like oh like you said here's the eiffel tower and now we just go around here yeah and you're like wow why are so many people out and about why is it so crowded and you're like yeah they all live here like again this is something we know inherently mm-hmm. but there are cities where certain areas, you know, you kind of only spend time in certain areas mm-hmm. and they're maybe not as lived in. Paris, at least from our perspective, you know, a lot of the places that you go and to see this stuff, and we did take a lot of, make a lot of effort to go to a bunch of different mm-hmm. areas, are is very lived in cities. So that that was surprising and not a negative surprise No, not either. at all. I mean, it's, it's really cool. There's lots to see and lots to explore. I'm just going to compare it to, going to London, which we've been to multiple times. And London is obviously a very big city with millions of people as well. But for whatever reason, I feel as though kind of the heavily touristed stuff is a little more centered around one part of the city. Maybe I'm wrong, but that's how it feels like when we're there. You know, you have the Parliament and Westminster Abbey, and then you have all of the things like right around the Thames. And I I just find that it's you can kind of walk to a lot of things easily. But in Paris, I mean, you could walk, but it would take you all day to get hence from why we one got bikes and hence why to another. And you I mean, yeah, you can take the metro and like I guess the tube. It, you, we take two. It just seems to me that it's just kind of a widespread city, which is cool, but it just takes a lot to explore it. Then I would also days. say it was very surprising how rude the police officers were to me when I lost my wallet. That's true. That's um, very true. Looking back, not that surprising, <laughs> but they basically laughed me out of the police station. And I would say as as a whole, I people, you know, Parisians and French people in general from Americans get kind of this bad rap that they're rude or not friendly. I have not found this to be the case anytime I have. I've been in, in France, especially not when we were on the island of Corsica, everyone was incredibly nice. But in Paris, people say that, peop- you know, Parisians are a little bit rude. I always want people to be very friendly to me. I did not have any negative experiences with a rude Parisian other than the police officer, which th- all they did was laugh at you when you asked if anybody had reported your wallet stolen and brought it back. And they were just like, uh, no, no, it wasn't surprising not, to me, the attitude happen. of Parisians, because I went in thinking that yeah. they would not be the warmest people. And that was a founded belief. Mm-hmm. Um, best drink. Best drink. So I don't know, I guess the wine that we would always buy from the grocery store that was very cheap. And then we would sit and drink it anywhere in Paris, in the parks, by the Eiffel Tower. I'm going to do something that I don't normally do. I'm going to put the best meal 
here with the best drinks okay. because I'm going to so give you my answer is, is combined. Okay. Um, and so we're going in the best meal too. You can tell me if this is your mm-hmm. answer as well. But my favorite meal in Paris mm-hmm. is the is when we go to a grocery store, mm-hmm. we get a baguette, we yeah. get some meat, we get some cheeses, we get a bottle of wine, and we sit out in a park. We've done this. Get a baguette, or, obviously. I said that. Oh, did you? Um, we do that in. We've done this basically every day of our Paris experience because Paris is crazy expensive mm-hmm. to eat out in. And so we've just found that for us, taking that, going up to Sacré-Cœur, sitting on the steps of Sacré-Cœur, sitting in Luxembourg Gardens, to me, that mm-hmm. is the best way to eat in Paris. It's my favorite way to eat in Paris is just to get it, chill out, relax at a beautiful site. Um, sometimes you can find these quiet little gardens and squares in the city that, that there aren't a lot of people in. Mm-hmm. And just I mean, to relax. We even saw the Eiffel Tower when, you know, right as it was lighting up for night. In this small park near the Eiffel Tower, there was no one else in this park whatsoever, which is, I think, one of the reasons why Trav thinks it's so magical at night because not as many people are out. I don't know how we were the only people in this park. But, yeah, we just sat there and had a picnic, just the two of us, and that was one of my best memories, which was another card. But, um, yeah, just having those picnics in the park. Now, we had some fun meals at cafes, you know, sitting outside in the quintessential you know, yeah, dining al fresco. It's yeah. great in Paris, but I, you can dine like you can have the same experience buying stuff at a grocery store in my or a bakery. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was another one. I'll throw yeah. uh, some love here. La Grenier, La Grenier, Al Pan, Al Pen. I don't speak <laughs> French. Uh, uh, my brother's wife, my sister in law, Kate, mm-hmm. had told us to go here as her favorite bakery. We just so happened to be one right up the street from us, mm-hmm. right near Sacre Coeur. So we would go daily. Go up, get a little tart, mm-hmm. get a baguette, go get some meat, walk to Sacre Coeur, and basically have one share almost every day. And it was yeah. it was the best. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so definitely, I mean, best meals would really just be the bakeries and the the cafes there that have, you know, the, the tarts or the quiche or anything like that. But we just prefer it over. We didn't have any super amazing meals at a restaurant in Paris but and we obviously were, you can you can, and you can spend a lot of money and you can find stuff that's cheap cheaper and have great meals sure but for us it just yeah we were that we were there for almost two weeks and we had an apartment so we were kind of just doing more like the grocery store living like a local thing than going out and splurging on these big meals now if we went again it maybe would be a different type of trip maybe we would do that but the times that we were there we were kind of just chilling a little bit more So was your best meal also picnicking yeah, picnicking and or the bakeries like the okay. Le Granier Alpine was they they also have sandwiches in the baguette like already right. made. So you right. don't have to go and go to the store. As oh, well. yeah. We used to get the chicken, chicken curry, chicken curry, the chicken. It was like chicken salad, like curry chicken salad. Mm-hmm. But they'd run out really quick. So we sometimes we'd go and they wouldn't have. And we'd be so yeah. bummed. And then other times they would. We get a few of those. Those were fantastic. Yeah. And obviously crepes. Oh, my gosh. Crepes anywhere from any street vendor around the city they're just amazing yeah so we found ours yeah we found it's easy it's possible not easy it's possible to do paris on the cheap yes and have a, d- a different experience than if you're going out, to, out mm-hmm. to eat all the time which we we love eating out but just paris just didn't seem worth the effort sometimes best memory the best memory i think the day that we climbed up the eiffel tower was really 
I just remember it. I was kind of afraid climbing up the tower, which I wouldn't expect because I'm not usually afraid of heights. But the, a lot of the stairs, I mean, all of the stairs mostly are metal, so you can see down. And that kind of freaked me out. But then once we got to, and Trav was like having to coach me up through the, yeah, I don't love heights, but she was just afraid because you could see through it. And I'm like, I don't like heights and I'm fine. No, no, I don't like being able to see through the stairs. Yeah, I've never liked that. It was weird because know. usually she'd be just rocking it up yeah. it. And I kind of like pulled you up. Yeah, I know. You didn't want to go. I know. And we kept going. and We got to the top and the views from up there are just obviously really stunning because you're so high and you can see the whole city spread out before you and then when you're finished you can go um a couple blocks away up to that building where you can stand and see the view of the eiffel tower behind you so i mean just seeing the eiffel tower is pretty spectacular and then another memory that i have uh, I think the third time we were in Paris was with my sister, Julie, and we were only there for there 17 for, hours yeah. because we had a really long layover what on the way like to South Africa. We landed at like 6 a.m. and we had to be back there for by like 10 p.m. It was basically yeah. a full wake, awake day. Yeah, so we, we just hit the ground running. We went all over Paris. We showed, because my sister, Julie, had never been there, so obviously we took her to Montmartre and we went to La Graniere of Pain and got the sandwiches and we went up to Sacré-Cœur. Then we booked it to the um, Louvre. We didn't go in the Louvre, but we walked around there. And then we went to the Eiffel Tower and we just sat. And we were so tired by that point because we'd just taken an overnight flight, toured around the city all day. And then we get to the Eiffel Tower and we're just laying there and we kind of have a little rest just laying there in the grass by the Eiffel Tower. That was a very special memory for me. My favorite memory, I'm going to throw this out of left field because I, I wasn't even thinking about this so much until mm. it just came to me, was going to Versailles. Mm. So we had only gone to Versailles one one time out of the four times we've been to Paris. And it's not in Paris. It's in the city of Versailles. Right. And so that was pretty neat because we, we got pretty good the one time we were there at the metro and understanding where to go and stuff. But we had to take, you know, a different train line to go out to Versailles and so getting to Versailles, I just remember stepping off the train and obviously I knew it was not in Paris, but I didn't know it was its own cute, quintessential, awesome French town. Yeah. So we get off the train and it was a beautiful day. And so we're walking around the town of Versailles. You know, obviously it didn't let us off right at the, well, not obviously, but we kind of thought it might let us off right at the palace, but it didn't. So you had to walk to the palace. It was just cool. It was, it was neat to get out of Paris some. And then, of course, go to see this amazing, amazing palace. Mm -hmm. It was a spectacular day. The sun was shining. We wandered around the grounds, went through the gardens. It was just a full-on day, and it kind of got us out of, as I talked about, that maybe claustrophobic, crazy, crowded version of Paris that that we had been seeing for a couple of days. Mm -hmm. It took us out and gave us a little bit more of tranquility. So that was a really fun, fun moment for me to get out and go see Versailles. Yeah, it's a beautiful, beautiful palace. I mean, I would highly recommend going there, even if you've been to so many palaces and you're like, oh, I've seen one, I've seen them all. Really, Versailles is something spectacular. Yeah, you haven't seen Versailles. No, you you've haven't. seen them all, but and you haven't seen the grounds Versailles. there also are extensive and really beautiful. So. Best activity. Oh, goodness. I mean, shopping. <laughs> okay. Such good shopping oh, in Paris. Oh, yeah, because you, you got your Louis Vuitton. Yeah, I forgot. I was like, what shopping have we done there? Yeah, but, yeah, well, and there's so many cool boutiques in different parts of Paris. Like, there's this one boutique where I 
saw this cardigan that I really wanted, and for whatever reason, I didn't buy it. Then I was obsessed with oh, it. Oh, yeah, then like we went back. End, and it was gone. Anyway, there's just really fun shopping there, whether you want, you know, like the big high end fashion or you want just some boutique shopping or even vintage shopping, thrift markets. I also bought a really cool skirt at a thrift market there that we went to. Um, just really fun stuff. And if you want to make a big purchase, you do know that's a good tip that you can get the VAT return to you when you leave the country they give you like a special slip of paper and you put it in the post office or something at the airport yeah i forget the exact you, way you, put you it do in it some special place at the airport and then you can get the vat back so it's actually cheaper to buy big ticket items in paris than it would be in the u.s yeah it? depending on what you're buying also yeah. depending on the exchange rate but yes sure. when we got your first well first and only i know so sad louis only. vuitton bag five I don't know, a long time ago. Yeah, now a long we time got ago. it. And um we did that and we not only got a good exchange rate because the US dollar is doing well against the euro at that point, but yes, then we saved like two hundred dollars. Yeah, the VAT is pretty significant. Yeah. So yeah, if you make a big purchase, definitely get the yeah. VAT back. So shopping. It's My amazing. favorite activity, not shopping. <laughs> Surprising. <laughs> My favorite activity. And this is where Paris does shine for me. Mm-hmm. I, I will I'll get I'll give two. One at night. Well, okay, you could do this day or night. I, I like it both. But that is just wandering around. And uh, the French have a word for this. This is the only French word I really know that well. Trav loves this word. Flaneur. And, uh, you know, flaneur means to stroll or can be announced someone who loves to stroll. And I do love to stroll. And so for me, that's where Paris shines. It's just it is made for discovering nooks and crannies and areas. You know, there's always little alleyways going in and out of here. And then you pop down an alleyway and it, oh my gosh, this is crazy architecture. And so there's a little coffee shop or there's a bookstore or what have you. So for me, that is where Paris shines is this idea of getting to stroll around. And then I would recommend at night, if you feel up to it, getting a bike and covering some more ground because biking, we have biked a lot during the day. That it's can a get stressful. hairy. Yeah, it's a little I, stressful. I, I, we biked in New York City. We biked a lot mm-hmm. of places. Paris is very difficult to bike around. Um, but at night when there's less cars on the road and when you're in some areas that are less congested, getting a bike and biking up and down like the banks of the Seine and like mm-hmm. stopping at the bridges and going over like the, the lock bridge with all mm-hmm. it just it's way easier to bike at night. So stroll during the day, bike during the night. But that is that's the, that's the sauce. love. That's the secret <laughs> sauce. That's the love part of Paris for me is that just mm-hmm. and it, it doesn't have to cost anything. I mean, if you rent a bike, sure, it's that. But you're just you're taking advantage of the free mm-hmm. stuff the city has to offer. Yeah, even by just if living in it. Yeah. Even if you don't go into a single museum, just the architecture that you stroll and the gardens that they have, like Luxembourg Gardens is so beautiful and the Tuileries and there's just so many cool little pockets in Paris. It's just so magical. Now I really want to go back after talking about it because it's been five years. I need another Louis Vuitton. Last (laughs) one. Most beautiful site. Wow. Not the Louis Vuitton store. No. But hey, they give you free champagne. If you yeah, want free and, champagne, and, and you just have free, to buy. <laughs> yeah, by free, other means something. buy a $900 purse and you get a glass of champagne. I did. A- I asked for a second. They gave me two. So yeah. I'm winning, I guess. Winning. I have my most beautiful site. You go my first, favorite then. place in Paris is Sacre Coeur. Mm. And we st- the one time we stayed there the longest, which we were there for a week or 10 days mm-hmm. uh, in an apartment, as Heather mentioned, we stayed in Montmartre, uh, that district right 
kind of down the hill from Sacre Coeur, and it it started to feel like home. Mm-hmm. And Sacre Coeur is it's just my favorite spot in all of Paris. So walking up to it, sitting on the steps, picnicking, having Sacre Coeur behind you, looking out over the uh, city, that to me is the best spot in Paris. I like the area by the Louvre and the Garden de Tuileries there that's just like tree-lined, perfectly landscaped and manicured garden, just walking around that whole area. I think the um, Park Hyatt Vendome is there, so it's also like the Vendome little neighborhood. Just really beautiful hotels and buildings. I mean, uh, honestly, so much of Paris is stunning. It's kind of hard to say what the most beautiful thing is. But you have to, and you just did. And I did, so I guess that's my favorite. All right, so they are by the Louvre, the Tuileries, right? The gardens. Yeah, the gardens and just the actual Louvre itself. I know if you don't like museums, you might say, well, I don't want to go there, but the Louvre is very cool, and it's huge. You can see so many neat things in there. But it also is very crowded. We went on a Sunday, which I would discourage you from doing. (laughs) Maybe a weekday would be better. But anyway, that's the area that I like. Yeah. You're going to find really cool areas in Paris. And again, the love-hate relationship that I have with it. That being said, I'd love to go back right now (laughs) because it is perfect for finding your own piece of Paris. Like it's a city you can find your Mm -hmm. own piece of. Had we stayed any, had we not stayed in Montmartre and, and, every day went to Sacre Coeur, you know, that might not be my favorite, most beautiful site. There's mm-hmm. probably 50 other places we, that had we stayed, that would then become my uh, most beautiful site. So yeah, there's a lot of hidden gems when it comes to Paris for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, there you have it. Yeah. Our best of Paris, a city that, yes, it's a, it's a bit of a dichotomy for us, but a city that everyone should or probably plans or mm-hmm. has gone to because there is so much history. There's so much to do for no matter what type of person you are, whether it is someone who loves the history and the art, whether it's someone who just loves bumping around, whether it's people who love to eat, whatever, Paris has something for you. And uh, definitely a place that we will at some point get back to and spend more time in. Our Quarantine Diaries, keep listening. You can keep watching on IGTV like you are right now, some of you, hi. Um, (laughs) Also shows up in our podcast feed every Monday, Wednesday, Friday. We do a lot on destinations, these little best of for certain destinations. And then we also then do some of the things for your themes and topics. So if you do have anything, let us know on Instagram at Extra Pack of Peanuts. You can find us on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And uh, we are asking for your reviews and ratings. So if you are listening on iTunes or if you have iTunes, you want to go help us out. We're trying to get to 1,000 ratings. We're at 581 the other day. So we need 419 more. We can do it. Thank you guys for listening, and we'll chat soon. Bye.